Game on! It's time for Wolverines Weekly. Conversations with WDC coaches and athletes. Let's hustle to it. Hello, happy Saturday. Welcome to Wolverines Weekly on KWAD. I'm CJ Baumgartner. Well, we're now into the month of February, so let's check in on all those Wolverine head coaches. We have head boys basketball coach Kevin Toomberg coming up next on Wolverines Weekly on KWAD. Time out. Wolverines Weekly will be right back. Play ball. Booyah. We're back with more Wolverines Weekly here on KWAD. Next up on Wolverines Weekly, we're talking with Wadena Deer Creek head boys basketball coach Kevin Toomberg. And coach, coming off of an electric victory against Bertha Hewitt yesterday, the entire student body present, how fun was that? Oh, it was an absolute blast. Um, you know, before we can even get into any of it, um, got to give a ton of thanks to just all the, the different hands and minds that went into making something like that happen um, from the administration for allowing it to happen. Um, our custodial staff to go above and beyond with every uh, what is typically um, expected of them in a typical day. Um, just everybody from teachers and parents and students and administration, just everybody was in on it. Um, and we're just so thankful that uh, we were able to pull this off, and I thought it was a huge success. Um, our boys, even earlier in the day, um, they you could tell they were a little nervous, uh, just like they had said, well, we've never played in front of a 1,000 people before. Um, you know, so it was just, it was a great atmosphere. It was a lot of fun. The kids were all engaged. Um, and, and on top of it, we got a win. So it was a lot of fun. And just what was it like running out onto that and having senior guys come out and warm up, run out to the pep band and a bunch of people cheering for them and just over the course of the game, just how, how fun was it to see them in that environment? And how do you think that they responded once the game got going? Yeah, it was one of those things where uh, you could tell they were definitely excited, um, especially coming out and just hearing the roars of, what a bunch of little kids can make. Um, Coach Brockpaller, uh, which of us coaches, was the only one that got to play at the state tournament um, in his high school career. Uh, when we were kind of waiting for uh, runout time, we were back in the hallway by our locker room, and you could just hear the band was already playing a little bit and just the loud noise, like just the loud buzzing going, and he's like, gosh, this reminds you of waiting to run out at the state tournament where he's like, it's just loud and exciting. So um, for the boys just to experience that playing in front of that many people, um, an absolute blast, uh, and you could tell that they definitely fed off of it. Um, guys were uh, flying around maybe a little more than they no- even normally do. Um, after made shots, they're turning and nodding, whatever they do, their silly celebrations and stuff to the crowd, um, where, you know, if you were there or if you were able to hear the live uh, broadcast of it, um, you could definitely tell after some shots were made that the, the fans really got into it. So a great atmosphere. Uh, students, everybody was engaged, and the boys definitely fed off all that energy. And they played great yesterday, especially on the defensive side of the ball, creating over 20 turnovers in the game. Great man-to-man on-ball pressure. Was that the game plan going in? And just uh, what's your comment on just how they played in that regard? Yeah, um, absolutely. Uh, we were very happy, um, very proud of kind of the way we turned them over. Um, and that was for sure the plan, kind of take away uh, Miller and Rock as much as we could um, and try to pressure them like crazy when they had the ball. Um, I thought we did a great job of that, but Unfortunately, um, Adams went off for like 20, and there was a lot of stuff just kind of rewatching some of the tape today already. Uh, it was a lot of self-inflicted stuff where we just didn't get back. We were out of rotation, out of position. Um, so just as good and fun as it was to have a big win, a big blowout like that, um, it was also one of those things where there's definitely some things we got to make sure we work on. Um, talking about earlier this week when we had to play uh, some Barnesville and Pelican who were in the section, 
Um, those games didn't really go how we had hoped they would go, obviously, uh, with both losses. But um, there's just some things that we did defensively yesterday that we know for sure if uh, we try to do that against some of our section opponents, uh, we'd really, really be in trouble. Um, so today's going to be a great day just to kind of get back to work, uh, making sure those little things don't happen. And another thing that you guys did really well in that game on Thursday afternoon was from beyond the three-point line. You had a lot of guys getting involved, Kobe Snyder, Lyra Kaug especially, uh, on fire from beyond the arc. How impressive was that? And just talk about those two guys and the impact they have on your team. Yeah, we definitely needed it. Um, you know, Lyric has been a guy that over the years has just shown that he's more than capable of um, making a lot of outside shots and getting hot in a hurry, um, which is what he did yesterday. And Kobe put it, he's been one guy that, you know, I've talked about all year that's kind of put in a ton, a ton of time in the gym, um, working on his game, working on his jumper, um, where he's been a guy that's kind of been frustrated this year, just of his, of disappointed and frustrated in his offensive output. Um, so I know, I mean, we know we see it in practice all the time that he's more than capable of doing what he did. Um, so it was fun for us to see him and fun for him to be able to do that. Um, and hopefully that just keeps building his confidence. Um, this team, we've kind of known from the beginning that with, um, all the guys that we run out there, specifically the guards and even some of the bigs, uh, we got a ton of guys that can shoot the ball from three and they can all shoot it fairly well, um, where it's exciting and it's fun on a night like that, especially with the big crowd we had, um, for some guys to get really hot and just, uh, light it up. And do you think that really helps kind of well-round your team? Obviously, Peyton Church, Teshi Lohr, Isaac Common, a couple, of, uh, few guys you have on your team that can really score, but how nice is it to have that depth to know that, hey, if one of those guys is having an off night, we have a bunch of different guys we can turn to? Yeah, that's huge. Um, there was a game, I believe it was just Barnesville here on Monday, uh, where Peyton and Teshi played You know, kind of how they're capable of playing. They both had around 20 points. Um, I think our next point leader was somewhere around like the five, six-point range. Um, we're moving forward, and we're, when we get towards the stretch here of playoff time, uh, we're going to need these guys to step up, and everybody's going to have to step up and uh, contribute in the scoring category because uh, teams are. They're just, when you look at uh, the Wolverines, or if you come and scout us, um, they kind of know that for sure we have to stop Teshi Lohr and Peyton Church. Um, and outside of that, they kind of know that, oh, these guys are capable, but they haven't proven it consistently, where if they can find some confidence and start doing some things consistently, uh, we can be very dangerous. Last question for you here, Coach. In the last couple of weeks, you got Josiah Kalvig back on your team. Talk about how important it is to have him back in your rotation and kind of what his role will be joining the team late in the season. Yeah, Josiah, uh, definitely a guy that last year was a starter for us, um, played a ton of big minutes for us and, uh, and really kind of grew as a player. Um, he was able, or unfortunately unable to be with us for the first couple months of the season here um, and getting him kind of worked back into things, working the kinks out. Uh, has been kind of just a process for us. Uh, you know, it's not, it's one of those things where no matter how much individual training you do, when uh, you're kind of by yourself not playing um, with your, your buddies and not playing an actual game of basketball, um, it's a lot harder to just jump into it than uh, people might expect. Um, so, but, you know, definitely having, having a 6'4, 6'5 kid that can jump like crazy and is super athletic, uh, that's never going to hurt anybody. But he's, He's definitely got some things that uh, we as a team, like just kind of gelling together and um, getting everybody back kind of in sync together uh, will be what we're trying to wrap up here in February, so we're ready to go in March. We're talking with Wadena Deer Creek head boys basketball coach Kevin Toomberg. Coach, great to talk with you. It was a fun atmosphere Thursday afternoon at the WDC gym, and look forward to talking with you again next week. All right, appreciate it. Thank you.
It was a super fun atmosphere at the WDC Middle High School gym on Thursday afternoon with that game between Bertha Hewitt and Wadena Deer Creek. Really fun to get to call that game, and it was a fun energy and just a really, really cool idea that something that every school should be able to do to get those kids a chance to watch basketball for maybe the first time or maybe the only time in the year and just let them really enjoy the sport and get to have their first memories and first impressions of that. Well, now we move over and we're going to check in on the girls basketball team. Don't go anywhere. Wolverines Weekly will be back in a moment. We're back with more Wolverines Weekly on KWAD. Welcome back to Wolverines Weekly. We're talking with head boys hockey coach Scott Woods and coach now into the month of February. Give us an update if you can on how your team has been playing uh, the last week. Well, unfortunately, not quite so great. I mean, um, you know, you, you go through those stretches where things don't always go your way. So, you, you know, it's uh, we've been through that before and, um, you know, not so much even playing bad, just, you know, sometimes you don't have the, the puck luck things going your way and, you know, some things haven't been as sharp as we'd like them to be. Um, but, you know, sometimes you try and find the silver lining in that and, you know, learn the things that you need to work on to get better before playoffs. And what have been some of those things that uh, you're trying to work at and some of those things that maybe you're just going to emphasize and practice next week to try and tighten up as uh, as the season winds down? Well, I, I think some of it's just, just keeping, you know, when things aren't going well is, is – um, it's easy for the doubters to come in, you know, and, and uh, I think you just have to make sure you keep the team together. That, that's sometimes the hardest piece of the puzzle, whether you're winning or losing, it's, it's a long season. And, um, you know, there's just lots of things that go on that, that parents and fans and everybody doesn't see that you have to, you know, you deal with and you try and make the best of it good and bad. You know, there's just, there's lots that can happen during the course of the season and you just have to find ways to, hold things together, especially when things aren't going quite as well and, and keep the kids believing. And, and, um, I think that that's a big part of it, you know, on and off the ice and, you know, trying to keep building and keeping that team unity. And then, um, you know, just on the ice, just, just some mistakes, you know, and, and, um, you know, that's part of the game. Sometimes that just happens defensively. We just haven't been as sharp as I'd like. And, you know, we talked about that earlier in the year. That's something we need to keep improving on. And, and we go through stages of it where I think we're, we look pretty good and, um, you know, at times not so good. So it's, it's just trying to continue to find that, find that consistency for the whole game and, and, um, and hope to keep doing that to keep things going our way as it gets down this important stretch. And when you talk about that tightening up defensively, is that something you work on in practice a little bit? Is there like a specific drill or something you can use to get in their head? Or is it, hey, we just got to play some hockey and, and just uh, hope that that can turn itself around and get that live game rep? No, I think there is. I think that's a lot of it. You know, we talk about it, you know, when, when goals go in, it's everybody. You know, it's it's not just your defenseman or your or your goalie or whoever, you know, so we try and do a lot of things in defensive zone. You know, we, we did a drill the other day where it was all about goalies just focused on how many times they touched the puck. Uh, the five guys that were playing defense, their job was to see if they could hold out the other team, you know, within we gave them like a 20-second shift and see if they could limit their, how many shots they had. Like, try not to have a shot on net. So they're doing their part. They're tying up people that are open. Um, we did some drills where there's no pucks, where you just focus on finding players and making sure somebody doesn't get left open uh, for an opportunity to score, you know, just trying to do different things maybe that 
takes your focus away from the puck a little bit. Um, you know, just, just a variety of different things that hopefully, you know, and that's things you just kind of have to come up with late in the season is to find things that might challenge your team to do something, you know, out of the ordinary, just, just to get them on track that way. And, you know, and again, we're, we're doing that at times, you know, last night we had a tough loss and we just, um, started out really well. We were up two to nothing and we were buzzing them in the second period. If we could have got a couple goals to go in, I, I think we'd probably put that game away and, it's odd the way sports work sometimes, you know, they, we get a couple penalties and, and they score a couple goals and they get momentum and, and we just can't quite get it back. So it's, it's sometimes mistakes and errors that sometimes, you know, you, you feel like things just aren't going your way. And, um, it's, it's not always things that have to be corrected. You know, it's, you, you do what you can and then the rest of it's just trying to get up and dust yourself off and go to the next game and, and hope things turn in your, in your favor and, you, know, you see it in professional sports all the time too. A team will be rolling along, winning a lot of games, and everybody's trying to find the answer for you know where you get a couple losses in a row. And, and um, sometimes there's an answer. Sometimes it's just wake up and start a new day. And you get that chance with a, a game on Saturday, two o'clock in the afternoon, at Fergus Falls. What do you know about the Otters, and what are you looking forward to in that game? And what do you guys got to do to win? I honestly think they're a lot like us. It did just get moved to 1 o'clock, for the record, just so people know if they're listening to the game. Um, that was just a recent change here. But, you know, I, I honestly think they're a lot like us. They were rolling in the beginning of the year. They were winning way more games than I think people thought they were going to win, um, just because they don't have the scoring punch that they normally have. But, they, you know, they've got strong defense and a good goaltender. Um and I, I think again, it's a lot like us. It's it's a little bit of a roller coaster where um, you just don't know for sure what you're going to get, and that's probably just been a little more as of late for us. But again, it's just finding that and keeping the kids believing, and I think that's a lot of it is just just showing up at that game and treating it like a new day. You know, we got to keep telling them that hard. You know, I think uh, you know as coaches, we probably take it harder than anybody. You know, for for the guys, they're disappointed when they lose, but it's a game and they move on and. Unfortunately for me, I let it linger probably too much because, not for me personally, but I want to see what's best for the kids. You want to see them happy. You want to see them winning. You know, that's the the thing we talk about at the end of the day is seeing the kids be happy. And that's not all winning and losing. you got to have a good culture, but they're a lot happier when they're winning, you know, and you, you put a lot of time and effort into it. So I think that's a big piece of it is just, just showing up and, and giving our best effort and um, knowing that that we're right there with them, there there isn't one team that's far and above uh, in this section this year, and we know we can compete with any of them. But I think we just have to come and play our game and play hard. And you know, if we can put up some goals early, give ourselves a chance, and, and I think we can win that game. We're talking with Wadena Deer Creek head boys hockey coach Scott Woods. Coach, appreciate the time to to talk about your team. Best of luck this afternoon against the Otters, and we'll talk to you next week. Sounds good. Thanks again. Wolverines and Otters, 1 o'clock this afternoon over in Fergus. Now we move over from the hockey team who's got a game, and we'll go to the mat to the Wolverines who are prepping for the Park Region Conference wrestling meet. On Wolverines Weekly, we're talking with Wadena Deer Creek head wrestling coach Brad Wollum. And, Coach, what's it been like the last week for your team? Uh, this week's been finally really quiet. Uh, we finally have had just five days of practice, which has been quite the relief. Um, after having a week uh, prior filled with a Tuesday, Thursday 
Friday, Saturday, busy week. So um, it's kind of nice to just have all the kids in the room, just slow things down, uh, let some kids heal up, and just, you know, kind of focus on uh, some team bonding here. And, you know, you mentioned that, the, the team bonding and getting that break. And what have you guys been doing during the break to just rest up? Um, beginning is just kind of early part of this week was just slow things down. Uh, Monday, Tuesday, uh, and even into Wednesday, you know, just kind of focus on lifting weights and stretching, um, just letting our bodies rebound. Um, cause a lot of kids were really, you know, banged up and actually like sore and physically just worn down. Um, and there's a lot of illnesses going around. So just taking it slow. And then, uh, Thursday, ramping things up and then on friday um you know just getting ready for our conference tournament here this saturday the course so uh it's been <clears throat> been, been a good week to kind of focus on things in a different aspect uh, we've actually were very fortunate to have a three-time national champion come in uh from mongolia um my assistant coach ben henley uh he's been a really good friend of his he wrestled with this um guy his name's minga um, I'm not going to pronounce his last name, but uh, they're good friends, and he's been able to come in and work, speak with the kids, and I think that's really good for the kids to kind of hear things from different people. Yeah, and that's a really cool opportunity to have him come in and talk. What, what was the reactions like of your wrestlers kind of hearing him talk, and what do you think their impression was? I think they are just kind of taken back. You know, first off, just meeting somebody from Mongolia, that's a pretty, you know, unique place. Um and just learning about his story, about how he came to the U.S. Uh, as a high school student, um, you know, being sponsored, you know, and then continuing his education um, here in Minnesota at St. John's University, um, and then just wrestling. You know, he just what it all takes to be a, a national champion at any level is just outstanding. Um, so I think it was really good. The kids, you know, had some good questions. Uh, you know, some kids had some one-on-one conversations with them um, after practice, which is really nice. And he uh, led us through a nice, good Mongolian warm-up and everything. So um, that was really cool. I mean, and and now as you guys get ready for this conference uh, meet that you guys have coming up, what is uh, what is kind of the uh, – what is the – I'm trying to find the right way to word this here, but what has been kind of the preparation for that as you're getting ready and just what has been the message to your wrestlers as you get ready for that? Uh, the big thing that we've been focusing on as a staff is just peaking at the right time. Uh, we've had conversations about, you know, December. The season wrestling season can kind of be broken into three. You've got December, the pre, pre-Christmas stuff. You know, you're just kind of getting into shape, you know, figuring out uh, where you're going to be at, getting your body ready. And then there's January, which is just match after match after match. Um, you know, less practices and just really brutal. And then February... It's like a reset. All of a sudden, you're just postseason. Uh, there's a couple, you know, regular season stuff, things in there, but just kind of shaking off mentally what happened in earlier in the year. Um, you know, whether it's injuries or just losses, just hey, everybody's zero and zero. Let's peak and uh, move forward. And what's kind of neat in the, the sport of wrestling is you could be winning by ten points and just all of a sudden go to your back and boom, the match is over. So you can never count a kid out. Um, just preaching to kids like you got to keep believing in yourselves. Um, good things can happen. 
And with that conference turn uh, conference meet coming up here, how does that help give them a little bit of a shot in the arm, or does it kind of now knowing that like, hey, this is kind of the season's coming to a head here? Uh, does that help them maybe ramp up and get refocused? Yeah, I mean, ideally, you know, confidence is a super hard thing to thing to coach. I think every uh, coach struggles with that, you know, especially in the sport of wrestling. You know, just you can get mentally beat so quick, um, and just preaching confidence, trying to instill confidence in the kids is super, super hard. We try and do a lot of one-on-one stuff uh, with the kid, but if you just have a little bit of a little bit of go, I mean, that can take you a long ways. Um, it's it's very surprising, and you know, whether this point in the season, kids are either bought in 100% and they've got that confidence and they're going to go continue on or they're sold out, you know, and they're just looking forward to the end of the season, uh, you know, eating food and, you know, playing baseball or running track or whatever it is. So, you know, just pushing the kids like, hey, it's four more weeks, let's get through it. And then, uh, you know, your, your reward is that trip down to the XL Energy Center. And what are your expectations coming into this uh, a conference meet? And what kind of are you, your expectations of the coaching staff? And what's the expectations of uh, of your guys? You know, I think um, we could have some place winners. We're still going to be a little light. We got a couple kids. We're still nursing some injuries, so we're going to kind of play conservative because not to downplay conference, but it doesn't necessarily mean it's not an advancement meet. Um, so you know, winning it doesn't necessarily mean too much. Um, it might help you with seeding for the postseason tournament, but ultimately your placing doesn't matter too much. So, but I, you know, expect to have uh, some place winners, um, you know, and that'll kind of mentally prepare the kids for the section tournament because our conference and our section are fairly similar. So they're going to see some wrestlers on Saturday and then uh, they'll see those same wrestlers probably again in, uh, in February. And last question for you here. Uh, for those who don't know, just talk about what it's like on the girls' wrestling side of things with conference. Is there a conference meet? Do they not have one? And kind of what are your expectations for them as uh, you get ready for this postseason run for your girls' wrestlers? Yeah, so the girls' wrestling is almost a, a different beast. Um, there's no conference tournament for the girls um, just because, you know, outside of Bertha Hewitt Verndale, um, and us, not a lot of other programs have girls in our conference yet, uh, maybe one or two. So our girls are going to Pine Island uh, to wrestle in a big tournament. They went down there last year, and they did really well. Uh, it's a huge tournament. There's going to be teams from Iowa, uh, Wisconsin, and, of course, Minnesota. And it's just a girls-only tournament. And that will kind of get them ready for you know, a big tournament atmosphere. And then the following weekend, they'll be in Sartell for their section tournament. So this will be a good a good kind of check-in to see where they're at, um, just because they're not always guaranteed matches like the boys are. So, um, And it's exciting because we have most of our girls back uh, from injuries and illnesses and stuff like that. So that's really nice. And I can't say enough, those girls are really peaking at the right time. Um, they're looking strong. We're talking with Wadena Deer Creek head wrestling coach Brad Wollum. Coach, appreciate the time. Best of luck to you and your wrestlers in the conference match heading up this weekend. Yeah, thank you very much, CJ. There's the final buzzer. Thanks for listening to Wolverines Weekly on KWAD. Tune in next Saturday morning for more from the coaches and players. If you missed any of the show or want to listen at a later time, go to wadenaradio.com.